Welcome to Crack the Customer Code, where your hosts, Jeannie and Adam, unlock the secrets to keeping your customers happy and coming back for more. Jeannie, parting is such sweet sorrow. Are we parting? Is there something you're trying to tell me in front of all of these people? (laughs) In front of all of these people who we can't see. Uh, Well, I am telling you, it is the final season of, probably an episode, excuse me, of the season. And it is our legendary, I, I think we can call it legendary now, Bourbon Summit. That's right. It's the last episode of a really stellar season, I'm going to say. We had so much fun and we always like to wrap things up with a little bit of bourbon because you know what bourbon makes it better and because it's you know for some of you that may be new to the podcast or newer it's also how this all started that's true. i was i'll we'll give the story again we know a lot of you heard it but i was teaching Jeannie a little bit about bourbon a long time ago and she's like hey adam want to start a podcast <laughs> And the key that I've learned is if you want to convince somebody to do something, you have a little bit of bourbon <laughs> and you make sure they're drinking bourbon. And then you you ask the question and you're much more likely to get a positive answer. It is an effective technique. And now we're <laughs> at episode 458. That's right. So cheers. Cheers, so, yeah, my friend. Cheers. Okay. So what are we drinking tonight, Jeannie? Ladies first. Uh, I have a little bit of bullet bourbon, not bullet rye, the bullet bourbon on the rocks. How about you? Excellent. I am drinking my fave Blanton's again. Mm. I I wanted to mix it up, but quite frankly, you really haven't gotten anything new. So (laughs) (laughs) here's to that. that. So cheers. Cheers. We're doing an air cheers for all of you right now. Yes. So, So, (laughs) So I think we had... A lot of fun this season because we mixed it up a little bit. We had not only a seasonal sponsor, Alita, who was so great to partner with because, you know, it's it's hard to always come up with this content, isn't it? But they were a great partner for content. They provided a lot of resources, not just for us, but also for our listeners. So if you haven't already, I mean, it's the end of the season. You got to check it out. Alita or Alida.com, A-L-I-D-A.com slash C-T-C-C for Crack the Customer Code. And there is a free customer-centric guide for you. So make sure you check that out because that is something that is just for our listeners. Thank you to our seasonal sponsor, Alida. Yes, thank you so much. And you know, we also had the opportunity to interview some people from Alita, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that in a minute, because one of the cool things we did this season, it was a new, I don't know, a little bit for us, was we (laughs) did customer experience bumper stickers. So we asked every person, every guest that we interviewed, what is your customer experience bumper sticker? How would you condense one message onto a bumper sticker? And we got some super cool answers, did we not, Mm -hmm. Jeannie? We did. And I think it's really fun to think about how can you summarize this crazy work we all do, where we're looking at everything from customer feedback metrics. Say that three times faster. We just started with the bourbon. bourbon. I know. (laughs) Uh, Also things like, you know, we talked a lot about artificial intelligence and how that's playing a major role in customer experience now and employee engagement and all of these different things. So when we ask people to summarize that so that it fits onto a bumper sticker, you get some really amazing little bits of wisdom. So I think we should start talking about 
some of these amazing things that we heard. Absolutely. So I will take the first one. So we're, and we're just going to go in sequential order. So in episode 445, we had Christine Reimer on. And we, we talked about learning from data. And her customer experience bumper sticker was, did you ask your customer about that? I love that one. I love that one so much. Yeah, it was great. And it also really feeds into a lot of what we've talked about with, um, you know, Alita and this idea of letting letting the data show mm-hmm. you the truth, right? And I know their motto is truth in action. And that really, I think it ties in with this. We had a lot of that this season, this idea of listening to the data well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's well said. I think a lot of what Christine talked about and... Of course, she's with SurveyMonkey, which is such a great operation to collect feedback and to really get that data. But they are so focused on not just, you know, figuring out what is the data telling you at the surface, but what else? Like, how can we really listen? And and are we asking the right questions? And that's what I love about her quote of, did you ask your customer about that? Because that is something that, ironically, we probably don't ask within our own organizations as much as we should. And I'm going to jump into the next one because I love this one too. So Stephen Van Bellingham, uh, the offer you can't refuse, he was such a joy to interview. And that's why I love this because he talked about the movie Inside Out. And he talked about how you know, identifying all of those different feelings and how they have personalities and he translated that into what would joy do? And of course, what he meant was joy from inside out, but also how can we do this? How can we produce more joy for our customers? And it was just such a great little window into thinking about things differently. 100%. What would joy do, Jeannie? What would Jeannie do? That's what I always ask. But yeah, that's a whole different well, question. We can we can uh, arrange to get a, you a bracelet that says that. <laughs> you would like that, wouldn't I you? I would. I would enjoy that. <laughs> so episode 449 was Ross Wainwright, the CEO of our sponsor, Alita. And you know, we, we talked about truth in action. And his bumper sticker was customers dot, 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 you matter. Yeah, I love this one too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when we're trying to condense, it's so, it's so hard to condense. Oh, and we buried the lead, Jeannie, by the way. Stay tuned for the end of the episode to hear Jeannie's and my bumper stickers. That's right. I That's forgot. Right. We, we, we were saving our bumper stickers for the end of the season. But, you know, condensing things, you know, into a soundbite is very hard and it has its limitations, obviously. But, you know, one of the things is always being customer-centric. Mm-hmm. I mean, however we look at it, they're, they're the new resource that... Alita is offering, if you go to that page, is about being customer-centric. And the idea of customers, you matter, I think just uh, puts that front and, uh, forgive me, center. (laughs) Nicely done. Yeah, and I think the word matter is so important because sometimes we say things like we're going to be customer-centric, but we don't really articulate what does that mean for the customers that we serve and making them feel like they matter. I mean, think about what that really means emotionally. That's that's powerful. So it's something that is really um, explicit and also something that I think if you can make people feel like they matter, then you win. 
So what? I like that one a lot too. Hundred, And you know, which customers really matter? They all matter. But when you run a small business, they can matter even more. Each individual customer can matter mm -hmm. even more. And mm -hmm. Jeannie, I believe your buddy, Ramon Ray, and now my new buddy, uh, <laughs> had, so, had a great bumper sticker. Yeah, he sure did. And it's this is another one that sounds so simple, right? And then you hear it and you're like, of course, but it's it's simple, but it's not always easy. And that's make them feel good. Let's make sure that people feel good. It's so straightforward. And yet, if you think about what customer experience is all about, that's what it's all about. 100%. I mean, that is make the, well, you know, you and I, we all talk about emotion and the power of emotion. It is about feeling, right? It is about this idea of not just satisfying, but actually mm -hmm. creating what I like to call emotionally resonant, you know, positively emotionally resonant moments. Yep. For sure. So speaking of feeling good, uh, we had Chip Bell, our buddy, <laughs> talking about your customer's imagination. And what was interesting, that's his new book. It was really about like customer co-creation and the mm -hmm. idea of leveraging customer, not customer intelligence from the standpoint of data, but customer's ideas. Yeah. You know, literally customer's imagination. And Chip talked about some of the uh, great things that uh, great uh, sort of innovations from companies that have come from customers. But I love this. And you know, this, this is this quote is really near and dear to my heart, because it is something I preach in our training. Uh, I don't say it the same way Chip did, we'll give him his due weirdness <laughs> explained, ask your front line, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. you just don't know what's happening on the front line, like your front line team. They can see it. They know why. You're like, wait, why is this happening? This is mm -hmm. strange. And they're like, oh, here's the reason. You're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Right. Uh, weirdness explained, ask your front line. I love that one. Yeah, that's a great one because it's a reminder that it's not always about asking customers directly. It's about asking the people who are interacting with your customers directly. And they have tons of information that sometimes we just need to tap into. And then, of course, we talked with Riaz Rehan from Alita as well. Fascinating conversation about artificial intelligence and how it fits into CX. And so I will say this might be a double lined bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're, we're going to need a smaller font. Yes, it's a smaller font, but it still works. And that is customer experience is the art of looking at your company through the eyes of the customer. Yes, 100%. And that is, you know, a changing perspective, right? Changing how we view the journey from our seat to the, to the customer's seat, which is easier said than done, as we all know. Yes. And I love that he used the word art, because I think that sometimes we get really caught up in the data science of it and the engineering of it. But really, this is there's a lot of this that is science, but there's a lot of this that is art and nuance and understanding. And so I love that that word is in there. Yes. So we're going to go back to data because we had Oveta Sampson on. And Oveta is an expert in artificial intelligence, among other things, and really talked about uh, basically bias and how, how to build AI and things like that better you know, uh, trying to make it less um i don't know uh less biased basically mm -hmm. yeah, right for sure uh and you know one of the things we talked about was just the mountain of data that we all create right every day 
mm-hmm. uh, and that it's easy to get lost in the data. So Oveda's bumper sticker was all people create data and all data is created by people. Mm-hmm. Yes, love this because that whole conversation was really about how do we produce the right outcomes with all this amazing technology and all these amazing tools like AI and machine learning and what do we do with all this data if we are not starting from that place of humanity? And I think by connecting those two things as she did so beautifully, we are reminded that there's nothing disconnected from this. We're all involved in this. And even if it feels like it's very objective and very scientific and we talk about data as if it's just a group of numbers, that comes from people. And we have to remember that. And we have to remember how to connect those dots on a continuous basis and how to evolve as we as we get better intelligence and as we also introduce more people into the mix. Absolutely. And then finally, batting cleanup. <laughs> uh, you know, one thing we haven't mentioned in this episode, but we did talk a lot about this season, of course, was how companies pivoted um, mm-hmm. you know, during, from the pandemic, however you want to look at it. Uh, and our final guest of the season, Tom Karinchak, had a very big ship to pivot. Uh, he is managing CX at Comcast, and it was fascinating what they're doing, what they've had to do, how they've had to um, basically approach the changes generated by the pandemic on such a multi-channel mm-hmm. level, on so many different levels. Uh, so Tom's quote, and I love hitting this last here, is you can't have a great customer experience without a great employee experience. Are we dropping the mic on that one? Because that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll do a mic drop, but we're going to have to pick it back up because we still got to do ours. I don't know That's that right. Works. That's right. But yeah, I, I loved the whole conversation that we had with Tom because it really does emphasize this point that you have to start with the employees. You have to make sure that they are taken care of. And in something like the year we just had with COVID-19 and different protocols and everything else, so much change management, but really it was about people management as well and making sure that your people are well communicated with, that they're cared for, and that you are able to translate that into the customer experience. And so I, I love that it's so, again, it sounds so simple, right? Like, you, of course you can't have a great customer experience without a great employee experience, but it's not always easy. And so it's a really, really great reminder as well. And it's a shift in perspective. It's a remembering that, you know, when we are approaching our customers with empathy, considering Mm -hmm. how their lives may have been affected by all this change, that our employees are going through the exact same thing. That's right. And that we have to have that for them as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So Jeannie, you lead us in all things. So why don't you... (laughs) Give us your mic drop moment. What is your CX? I wish I had a drum roll here. Bumper sticker. I think I'm going to have some bourbon first. <laughs> you, need, you need a drink before you say your bumper sticker. <laughs> no, I don't think mine will surprise you. Do you want to guess? No, because I'll get it wrong and then you'll be mad. <laughs> I know. That would have been so fun, though. Uh, but uh, it'll be something like micro moments. Mm-hmm. Oh, moments. yeah. You're on to me. You're on to me. Yeah. So mine is sweat the small stuff. Because I think in customer experience, it's really easy to stay 
to think that we're getting it right at the macro level and to think about the big, big changes or the big wow moments. And as you know, I'm really passionate about this idea of micro moments of understanding that little things can matter. And one of the themes of our season, I think, was exactly that. We heard a lot about how in these moments of big transition, because, you know, all of a sudden offices were completely shut down overnight and, you know, customers couldn't access things and all of these different really big obstacles that we had. A lot of what happened that we heard about that was positive were these smaller changes that were made, you know, the small communications, the daily rituals, the ways that we were able to really provide for customers reassurance throughout their journeys just with small things. So I think I think if we look at customer experience as a, an opportunity to serve people in these small moments, that makes everybody win. Well, I love it. I'm going to pivot off your reassurance and do my bumper sticker. My bumper sticker, which will be probably no surprise, and I already told you what it was, so I can't ask you to guess. <laughs> Uh, if you were, if you could see me on video audience, you would see behind me, my book, be your customer's hero. So that is my first bumper sticker. I may do too. Who knows? I may, I may get wild here, but be your customer's hero. And that idea of reassurance that you mentioned is mm -hmm. embodied in that is this idea that, and particularly we've seen in the past year that our customers need us and they need us to make their journeys more hassle-free they need us to be understanding of their situations. They need us to be there when they need us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And to not be absent and to um, not be understaffed and to not be a lot of things. Uh, and it's, you know, the, it's interesting. I, the book came out in 2015. I would change, there are things I would change. I did a whole post like a year ago during the anniversary about what I would, things I would change in the book, but I wouldn't change the title and I wouldn't change the underlying concept because yep. I truly believe that if you can on a frontline level and an organizational level, focus on being a hero to your customers, which basically means being there when they need you, mm -hmm. uh, you can always deliver great customer experiences. I love it. Yeah. And I think the other part of that is being there for your employees. And that's exactly what, you know, that was a running theme from this season as well was that as leaders, we need to be there for all the people who are serving our customers as well. So I guess I have to mention my keynote called Be Your Team's Hero that I have for, there you for, go. for customer experience leadership since you, <laughs> since you, went, since you went there. Um, nice. But yeah, but exactly. Uh, and that's, uh, it's symbiotic, right? Mm -hmm. It all works together. You, you've got to have bo both pieces. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I hear all this, this is more important than the other. You, got, you have to have both. Yeah, you really do. And it all comes back to customer experience mission. I thought you were going to say bourbon. I talk about a lot too. And <laughs> it bourbon. All comes back it to all bourbon. comes back to bourbon. That's I, It was a missed opportunity, Jeannie. I'm just saying. <laughs> you cut you you ended strong. You know what? Maybe the mission is about bourbon. How's <laughs> oh, that? Well, for some companies it actually <laughs> That's is. true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> so this was our first uh, season. Right? That's we, right. We've pretty much been uh, cranking along, decided to move to a seasonal model. What we would love to hear from you, one, is did you like 
the season. Did you enjoy it? You can hit us up LinkedIn, uh, crackthecusperco.com, send us emails, whatever. Hit us on social as you're saying how much you love this episode and how you want to <laughs> drink bourbon with Jeannie and I. But we'd love to know what you think about the season and the idea of the seasonal model because right now we are scheduled to go on hiatus in between seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be returning in August. Um, Jeannie will be in Chicago, and since it'll be August in Florida, I will be in an undisclosed location. I'm not sure where. <laughs> Some form of igloo, preferably. Yes, I hope. <laughs> but, we, but we will be coming back in August for another three months, a quarter mm-hmm. of great customer experience content. So we'd love to know what you thought of this, what you think of the seasonal model, and uh, what you'd like to hear us talk about. Yeah, let us know. Hit us up with topics. Uh, guest ideas, things like that. We know customer experience is changing. I mean, it's changed so much since we started this podcast in 2014, believe it or not. Okay, now I am gra- now I am grabbing my bourbon. <laughs> so, you know, we've seen so many changes, including just the uh, the explosion of people who understand what customer experience is. I mean, that alone is pretty remarkable. The fact that now we have so many more organizations with teams and leaders and people with customer experience in their title and everything else. So now I don't I don't I hate to interrupt. I don't want to confuse correlation and causation, but you know, <laughs> there is a correlation between the launch and the execution of the Crack the Customer Code podcast and all this you know, explosion of customer experience uh, focus. So, Jeannie, I don't know. You know what? Now that I'm drinking my bourbon, that makes total sense. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Correlation, causation, who cares? Right, exactly. You know what? We're just going to say it. Crack the customer code has helped evolve the customer experience industry. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason these episodes are short, particularly the bourbon summit. (laughs) You can see how the end starts to go. So, no, but I think it's really exciting where it's going, and we want to hear what matters to you. What do you want to hear about? Uh, are there, you know, things just outside of customer experience that you want to hear about? We want to explore those different things. So let us know. You can find us on Twitter and LinkedIn and everywhere, basically. We're everywhere, and wherever you find the finest bourbon, <laughs> you might us. find I mean, us. You might find us. All right, well, <laughs> another big shout out to our seasonal sponsor, Alita. They've been a great sponsor. We've been happy. You really should check out alita.com slash ctcc. Get your free resource and find out what they can offer your organization. So a big shout out to them. Thank you. And Jeannie, take us away. Well, thank you, Adam, for another great season. Thank you to Alita. And thank you to all of our loyal listeners. We are so grateful to have you here with us. I'm Jeannie Walters. You can find me at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Pork, and you can find me at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.